Hello and welcome everyone to our 82nd session of Hello Casa. My name is Michael and today I'm talking to Daniel Zeledon from San Jose in Costa Rica. Daniel is a commercial real estate professional and investment advisor with over 10 years of experience in commercial real estate and previous experience in companies such as Walmart, Collier International and Imposa Real Estate Investment Fund. Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, talk about uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, especially right now, situation with COVID. Um, first of all, give us a, a quick intro of who you are and what you're right now dedicating yourself to. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation. And I'm very happy to be sharing this time with you and talking about uh, real estate and some other things as well. Well, Perfect. this year uh, definitely has been uh, something, I think, for everybody uh, around the globe. Uh, Costa Rica, of course, is not the exception. Um, I think, first of all, when uh, news is starting uh, getting from uh, all around the world, uh, all, all around the world, uh, from China, from Europe, about mm -hmm. closure, about restrictions, uh, that provoke a sense of anxiety, anxiety and mm -hmm. restlessness. Costa Rica's population. Yeah. Uh, we never experienced this before, and definitely it was a challenge for all of us to maintain calm, to be calm, to uh, be ready for what was going to happen in the uh, in the later months of the year. And well, definitely was a challenge for for all of us at the beginning. Right now, we are almost um, ending 2020. Um... COVID is, is, uh, has been or has impacted right now uh, the real estate market tremendously. Uh, last week I talked to uh, Teresa from San Francisco. She says like flocking, people are flocking out of the city. Um, first of all, like COVID in general, how has it impacted the real estate um, market in San Jose? Has it also happened that people are leaving San Jose and moving to the outskirts and people from the outskirts, they just even decided to leave to a totally different department to be more um, off-grid and uh, maybe being being somewhere else where there's more space and less people? That, that, that's a great question, Michael. I think that's a great point to, to highlight. Um, actually, uh, in order to introduce people watching us um, to the framework surrounding Costa Rica, mm -hmm. uh, we call it San Jose. That's right, that's the capital of the country. But um, we call it the greater metropolitan area, uh, which encompasses several other um, states, so mm -hmm. to speak, provinces, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, Alajuela, Heredia, and Cartago. And they encompass, they, they contain a lot of um, real estate, uh, important real estate operations uh, for the country. So um, definitely it was a great hit that, that we took this uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, un we have seen an historic unemployment rate this year of 20, around 25%, mm -hmm. uh, which is something uh, very hard to take. Mm -hmm. we're, we're dealing with as of now. Um, also, what you mentioned, uh, is, it is correct. Uh, we have seen a lot of um, implementation from a lot of companies, even uh, public institutions, government institutions, on allowing associates and collaborators work from home. Mm 
-hmm. And that, that, I think that's a milestone. Uh, that's a positive, a positive, positive outcome from all this situation. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I mean, it's been years that we've we've been hearing about uh, developed countries, countries and big companies around the world implementing uh, work from home policies and benefits their associates. And Costa Rica is always a little bit behind on this, mm -hmm. right? And this year, it gave employers no other option but to implement it because mm -hmm. it was any other way. So I think that's milestone. A lot of people lose uh, this fear of uh, allowing associates working from home uh, about their productivity as well. And I think that that's, that's something to highlight as well. Um, do, you, do you see any dynamics concerning people um, choosing where to live? Do you see any, uh, you know, you're obviously, you're focused on commercial real estate, which means like industrial office space and retail. But before before we come to that, uh, to your expertise, um, just housing market, maybe also quickly res residential. Um, is it, do you see when you talk to people on the street in San Jose in Costa Rica saying, hey, you know, I'm going to the rural area right now because I'm going to go for, a, for a, I'm going to see a house, I'm going to, See if I if I want to move there, um, or do people or tend people to um, stay in San Jose and say no no I need to be there because it's just like the nucleus of the of the workforce of the economy in San Jose. How, what's the feeling there? Right, right. What I'm seeing is uh, a lot of people doing uh, moving around the country, mm -hmm. uh, you know, booking uh, hotels and booking. Airbnbs and so on, uh, and working, for, for example, working from Thursday to till Sunday on, on the beach, mm -hmm. on the coast, because mm -hmm. uh, privileged uh, by its nature and its biodiversity. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I'm seeing that, especially uh, on millennials generation mm -hmm. and a little bit of Generation Z, mm -hmm. which are already in the labor force. Mm -hmm. uh, but not not actually making the decision of moving outside the city, but to making a balance between mm -hmm. hey, I can work remotely, we have a beautiful country, um, I cannot travel. People mm -hmm. in Costa Rica are very used to travel. It, we travel a lot all the time, and that's uh, something not happening right now for yeah. most of the people. So uh, what I'm seeing is a balance. They're, they're trying to balance their lifestyles and as I said, people are maybe spending uh, two, even three uh, full weekends, even from Thursday to Sunday uh, on beautiful places, on the mountain, on the beach, uh, working completely remotely, and mm -hmm. um, not moving out of their, of their homes in the greater metropolitan area. Got it. Uh, one quick, a quick question concerning that one: um, Wi-Fi connection, uh, 4G. What, what for? What for connectivity do you have there? If someone says like, "Yeah, I really want to like go to the um, go to the beach and work there or in the mountain," is it really doable? Or is it? I, I know that from Europe. Uh, once you go a little bit rural, especially in Germany, um, and sometimes there you don't even need to go rural. Uh, you lose connection. How, how's the, how's the um, telephony infrastructure there? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, our network is uh, based on 4G technology. Mm -hmm. uh, 
it works pretty decently, I, mm -hmm. I would say. But uh, one funny thing is that, uh, especially because I also am one of the people who likes to, as, as much as possible, to, to work from home and or work remotely, so mm -hmm. to speak. And um, uh, we, we always, uh, there's been a complaint for the last couple of years that uh, internet rates uh, both um, home and mobile were a little bit, you know, up-priced. Mm -hmm. and, and I think uh, providers, internet providers, uh, had um, improved their pricing strategies this year, mm -hmm. which is another, I would say, collateral, good, positive outcome from this situation. Mm -hmm. Got it. Perfect. We saw recent news, and you mentioned that to me uh, prior to our call, that uh, entering or international people entering Costa Rica right now don't necessarily need a PC or negative PCR test, like a negative COVID test. Um, yeah. Give us an, uh, maybe you can give us a quick overview on that one. Uh, what does that entail exactly? Yeah, no, that is correct, what, what you said. Um, very recently, actually, uh, the government made the announcement, uh, and this was, I mean, the main purpose behind it, uh, behind the announcement was to uh, give uh, the economy a push, right, to mm -hmm. reactivate the economy. So, especially tourism, which is one of the main um, activities supporting our gross, uh, gross domestic product. Mm -hmm. So, very recently, the government made the announcement on the media that effective October 26th, Mm -hmm. uh, it will be no longer a, a requisite for people entering the country via air to present a negative a negative PCR test. Mm -hmm. So this is a way to incentive you know people to come here and and what you said before to work from home to work from the beach to work from the mountain made made a little bit of eco tourism during the weekend and balance their lifestyle. Yeah, and especially like, you know, when you're from the U.S., you can uh, already be go back and, and spend your uh, uh, Christmas holiday and um, do, do something also, you know, do something good for, for Costa Rica, uh, given that you obviously don't, uh, don't bring uh, COVID into the country, obviously. Um, back to your expertise on commercial. Um, give us an overview of, first of all, what entails commercial real estate. Um, sometimes people are only talking about office space. Sometimes people talk, talking or thinking only about retail. What does it exactly like contain and where is your expertise there? Sure. Well, uh, commercial real estate uh, encompasses, at least from a conceptual perspective, encompasses all, all types of real estate uh, that are not residential ones. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have uh, very commonly used uh, uh, classification of the commercial real estate market uh, between industrial market, uh, between the office market, as you said, and between retail market. Mm -hmm. uh, there are another few, um, let's call category categories for, for another uh, specific uh, markets within commercial real estate such as hospitality, for example, mm -hmm. but uh, they tend to be more, a little bit more uh, specialized and professionals in, uh, in those markets tend to be a little bit more um, sophisticated. Yeah, okay. Um, now, I remember one conversation I had with Arcesio uh, saying that, that was at the beginning of uh, COVID and he's uh, from uh, Bogota and he said, what we see is a conversion of a lot of um, 
retail stores becoming bodegas becoming um becoming industrial or um um room or, or space to make sure that it's going to be converted into a warehouse do you also especially given costa rica being such a hub for inter international trade um do you also see that in costa rica um along san jose or is it uh, hasn't that come to take into to uh, hasn't that really materialized yet yeah well definitely i totally agree with you with with you and what he said um i have seen that trend in several other countries mm -hmm. even uh, latin america countries i will say that uh, in in Costa Rica specifically, uh, that hasn't uh, materialized yet, mm -hmm. such. But uh, definitely, it's, it's a conversation going on about it. Um, I, I will add something uh, entering into the industrial market, uh, specifically into in, into the industrial market. Uh, I will say that uh, industrial commercial real estate is uh, compared, especially with the office and especially with retail markets. Mm -hmm. One of uh, less impact, impacted markets mm -hmm. uh, in the country. So uh, definitely, I think both developers, um, private investors holding real estate assets, uh, real estate investment funds um, are, are having this conversation and, and also retailers because it, it is impacted, impacting both sides. Why would you say that hasn't had such a huge impact? Uh, because I see that from um, what I see in different countries is that okay, it's on hold right now. Like commercial hasn't just moved a lot. Like okay, there's a lot of you know uh, we restaurants and and um, office spaces and stuff. They still need to make sure that they can pay the rent. But in fact, like there's not a lot of movement. It's not really hot right now. Um, do you think it's the only reason or do you also think that it's going to change drastically as soon as we see a ten tendency towards one certain direction and that, uh, I don't know, like people will end their leases, um, companies will change location. Um, where do you see there the outlook, especially with respect to industrial real estate? Yeah. There's something important of what you mentioned before. Uh, people tend to wait and to see what, what is happening in other markets, in other uh, countries, especially in developed, development, mm -hmm. developed countries, uh, in order to, to take decisions. Uh, so I think that's, that's what might be happening right now. People are waiting. People are, of course, uh, having this conversation as well and looking for options. Uh, I think there are companies already ahead on planning, not only 2021, but also 2022. And definitely we, I mean, that, that's something that I, I don't like to talk much, uh, which is the scientific perspective of the situation that's mm -hmm. for experts from that area. Mm -hmm. But definitely we all are waiting for at least 2022 to, um, 2022 to, to get back to certain normality. Mm -hmm. So I think people are mostly waiting to take the most efficient decision with, uh, from a capex capital expense uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I would like to add that in order to illustrate what is going on, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's always um, 
within the indicators in an industry, the vacancy rate, it always tells you a lot about what's going on on any given market on any given country in the world. Uh, right now, vacancy rate for industrial market in Costa Rica is around 8%, mm -hmm. more or less. That's still an acceptable uh, indicator for the market, the country. I mean, so I mean, it, it was it, it used to be uh, below that um, between five six percent mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, but eight percent is still uh, manageable. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons uh, people are still um, waiting for things to um, to come up and and take decisions. Mm -hmm. Totally. While the um, office space is a little bit uh, higher, obviously, you have like a vacancy rate of, um, you put that before, uh, where before our call, you put it between like 18%, uh, which is a little bit higher than, than, than average. Um, do you think that this will, and I talk, um, I have talked recently to uh, one person, he mentioned, there are even office spaces, even pre-COVID, which have an occupancy rate of, let's say, 40%, because they are just renting out huge, huge amount of office spaces, but seriously, like, not managed at all and not deliberately thought of how much in, in total you need because it's just not well managed. Um, do you think that there's also a new maybe consciousness about, okay, how much do we in fact need And also, how much can we reduce our costs, which will then, in in turn, obviously also reduce the retail prices because retail space will, on an absolute value, increase. Even though you don't even build new new office spaces, um, do you think this will have a uh, double double impact on on uh, on the real, uh, on the office spaces uh, in a negative way? Yeah, uh, I mean, office space, uh, there are um, um, certain points that you mentioned on that question that uh, must be addressed. First of all, uh, as you said, vacancy rate is a little bit higher than uh, expected. And that is a conversation as well among developers and people holding that kind of real estate assets. Mm -hmm. uh, Definitely, uh, there is uh, when you when you go and uh, check into webinars or uh, talk to uh, foreign experts uh, who are uh, overseeing uh, trends around the globe, uh, you see something very interesting, and, and people are very aware in Costa Rica of that. Uh, big companies such as the, the Amazons, WalMarts, uh, the Alphabets. Mm -hmm. The Microsofts, the Facebooks, are talking about allowing, and we're talking. Uh, the scenario is already post-pandemic, when mm -hmm. almost everything is going to be, let's say, normal. Um, they're going to allow and to promote uh, their associates to work from home more than than, than before. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just say, for example, uh, in Costa Rica, it was uh, was it, it was seen as a benefit. Will allow people to work one day per week from from home or mm -hmm. remotely. Um, of course, now in, in this moment, it's very often to see people working Monday through Friday 
for at least four days uh, remotely. Mm -hmm. But after everything comes to you know, into normality, uh, it, it, we're seeing a, a trend of big companies stating that they're going to uh, to keep allowing people working from home mm -hmm. three, four, even five days a week. Mm -hmm. a week. So that's something that the rest of the market, the rest of the companies might tend to imitate as the time goes by. Mm -hmm. And that's going to definitely, definitely affect this uh, these market. Um, from a personal perspective, Michael, I, I really don't think, and this comes from uh, talks that I have, uh, that I held last couple of months uh, from a lot of articles I've been reading and interviews that I've been seeing on the news. Um, I don't think uh, the office space is going to disappear uh, completely, as mm -hmm. some people have stated. Yeah, it's true, uh, technology is making a huge impact on that, on, that, on the dynamics of people going into, the, uh, into an office space. But um, definitely there is a need for companies to have a certain uh, internal uh, dynamics uh, or people from certain areas, uh, from different areas actually uh, of the same company intertwined, working together on a constant on a, or in a frequent basis. And that is going to require still a need for corporate spaces and mm -hmm. uh, well adequated for, for new circumstances. So uh, yeah, I'm totally, I totally agree. It's gonna be a reduction of the office space footprint. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be gradually first going to be uh, huge players as ones already mentioned. But then very quickly, I think other companies are going to realize uh, the benefits from doing so, especially on their budgets, which are already being impacted because of the contraction, mm -hmm. contraction during right now. So uh, I don't think uh, the office space is going to disappear at all, at all as um, some are stating right now. Yeah, it's super interesting, uh, and I think uh, we can be. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to to uh, to see what's going on and how is, how everyone is like going to readjust again. Um, I see on one hand uh, there's definitely very nice incentives uh, incentive for companies uh, saying that the um, uh, the EBIT has increased uh, tremendously because um, they have uh, they don't have to, that much of spend um, because they just don't need that much of office spaces. Not that much of uh, of uh, desks and and wheel uh, and and chairs, um, but then on the other hand, it's also the question of on reduction of productivity. However, I think this is not as much an impact um, as a lot of people might have thought before. Um, people tend to be more productive. They tend to uh, work maybe one more hour um, net per day while um, also gaining another two hours not commuting because you're just working a little bit longer and you're just um, a little bit longer stuck um, in front of your laptop. What I personally see is that um, I really like the office space uh, once in a while. I think like uh, after three days at home, I'm just feeling like getting a little bit crazy. I need to get out. I need to have like a certain certain daily daily routine to uh, just you know walk to the office to to have um, to have something. Even though I'm totally less productive than than working at home, um, 
but totally totally curious of of how this this turns out and um how we're going to evolve as uh, as a workforce um coming back a little bit or coming to the next question concerning retail um we now talked about uh, industrial including the warehouses now office spaces um and now retail um situation in costa rica and, and central so how has that uh, developed within the last 10 months well uh that's uh that's a sad story i will say mm -hmm. uh i had the opportunity uh i've been doing it for a while to walk uh the, the central part of, uh, of the capital of san jose and also i've, I've been visiting uh, certain uh, commercial big commercial projects what we call malls and um well it's it's uh even though people i mean even though government has uh, eased some restrictions for a while now and i gotta say when, when you look at other countries uh, the, the kind of restrictions they had um i think costa rica took it pretty pretty well actually mm -hmm. we we haven't seen a completely shut out shut down i mean and um that's uh, that's positive. Uh, in order to find some good out, uh, some good uh, um, aspects of this whole situation. But uh, uh, as I was saying, uh, when you walk down uh, the street and places where uh, you you knew there were uh, hot songs, hot songs for retailers to to sell, and now uh, the the stores are almost empty almost all the time and most uh people are some people are going into malls to, to walk to buy an ice cream or something like that but there is you, you are not seeing uh you, you don't see the the the, the commercial transactions yeah. move as it, as it used to be so that tells you a lot um mm. also we have been hearing about a lot of uh, retailers uh, renegotiating terms with their landlords um i think that's uh, a global trend right now mm -hmm. and um where also, do you where do you see if you could talk to to a certain investor foreign or domestic Costa Rica, um do you have any tips any ideas which you would say okay you know if I if I were you, if you have I don't know fifty thousand dollars, five zero or one hundred thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars, and you can maybe work with a bank and get a get a mortgage for something uh, you're interested into buying, um, is there anything you would you would consider buying? Would you say no? Just hold, you know, just wait. We're uncertain still. What was you? What's your opinion there? What would you advise? Yeah, no, I, I understand. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think uh, there is uh, a trend that everyone can see right now, which is uh, build or strength your digital strategy strategy uh, right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there are there are some retailers that have experience with uh, a change on their uh, sales structure, uh, passing from 20-25% of their sales through digital uh, online channels uh, up to 60. 
50, 60, wow. even 70, 75%. Yeah, that's a lot. Of course, uh, and I think it's important to be, you know, balanced on the opinions you, 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 you give. Uh, I think uh, you, you have to uh, understand uh, the current circumstances surrounding the retail market. And of course, uh, it, might, it, it might happen that after we, obtain, we gain certain normality on our daily base, on our daily routines, uh, there might be a rebound effect. I have read and heard from certain global experts about it. And it might happen that well, people want to go out, people want to take dinner outside, people want to uh, meet together to have a couple of drinks after work, even though they're working in their, in their homes, or people want to go out to, to certain, I mean, outside of the, of the city on their weekends. So I think that experience that uh, certain projects, certain retail and commercial projects offer is not going to disappear at all. And, 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 and do, you see any, do you see any deals all right now listed? And you say, okay, wow, this... No, uh, this price has reduced. Uh, I don't know, like by thirty percent within the last ten months. What, what's what's the price? Um, what's the price uh, tendency right now in in commercial real estate? And maybe especially like retail right now. How, how much? How much has it decreased? I gotta be honest, Michael. To to have a very accurate data about retail is always uh, a challenge. Got it. Because yeah, it, it encompasses a lot of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, transactions. A lot of, uh -huh. No. I. I, okay. I. Yeah. I, I got it. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it retailing encompasses a lot of transactions. Mm -hmm. We're talking about uh, huge retailers such as Walmart, um, and then also you have the mini markets, uh, um, clothing stores, mm -hmm. technology stores, and so. It, I will be uh, I, I'd be lacking of an accurate number to give you to answer that question. What I will say is definitely there is a high the highest vacancy rate of any given market in commercial real estate is uh, related to retail market. Mm -hmm. um, pricings are falling on, falling right now, falling down right now. And um, once again, as as we stated on on the on the overview of the office market, uh, it comes to a lot of negotiation between uh, landlords and tenants, the conditions and the exceptions and new structures. Uh, for example, some landlords are, start, are, are starting to, to accept uh, terms of, uh, okay, instead of paying me uh, a fixed uh, rate, a fixed uh, leasing uh, mm -hmm. um, amount uh, on a monthly basis, mm -hmm. uh, let's make it, uh, let's base it on your sales. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that also, uh, nice. yeah, exactly. That also requires retailers to provide a little, a little bit more of transparency mm -hmm. in their operation. So um, um, that kind of stuff is, is what is happening right now in order to, for landlords to not have uh, uh, higher vacancy rates, mm -hmm. to retailers to still have a, a place and a brand to consistently um, serve their customers in the different places they are already already located, but also, and that was uh, the idea that I uh, was uh, talking about before. It is critical for retailers to start building and investing on their digital channels. 
a lot a lot of transactions are moving into digital um, mm -hmm. into online channels right now and if you uh, do not uh, take the opportunity right now yeah it might I mean it might be hard for you to catch up later uh, when things might stabilize uh, for most of the of the retailers so uh, definitely there is an opportunity um, on to invest your money and the one you have on digital channels mm -hmm. uh, also that leads to the uh, very popular concept of omni-channel uh, strategy which is uh, because some people think still think that uh, serving customers through digital channels uh, requires them to open a social network account and to use um, platforms such as um, Uber Eats. Uh, oh, for example, in Costa Rica, two of the most popular popular platforms that we have right now are Uber Eats uh, Global, which is a Spanish company, mm -hmm. and Rappi, which is a Colombian company. And uh, some people think that that's it, right? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm offering my products, my my services on on these platforms, and people will come to me and and buy 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 the stuff I'm I'm selling. But that's not it. You have if you already had a strategy to serve customers on a physical manner, you have to keep it, and you have to um, to maintain the same levels service and quality, and um, uh, how quickly can you give the customers the product because it's always about that, about how quickly can I have what I want in my terms and in the best uh, comfortable uh, circumstances for me as a customer. So retailers need to have the mindset that I was good uh, serving customers uh, on face-to-face -face way. I have to do it just as, just as equal uh, through digital channels. That's true, totally embracing it and then also making sure that you're just taking this one as a tool in order to serve the customer better and not to uh, to take it as a as a as a means to an end daniel your um last um two cents to to the audience um to the people who are listening um give us your your um maybe your advice for for someone who might be interested right now in um Costa Rica reopening, uh, hopefully reopening for the better. And uh, um, any 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 good uh, suggestions for someone who who might right now be interested in Costa Rica? Yeah, well, um, I, I could say that um, Costa Rica has always been uh, very popular among um, big companies or big companies. Uh, like Walmart, for example, like Amazon, like IBM, Intel, to take part of their operations and uh, bringing them into the country. And also a lot of foreign, sophisticated foreign investors had put their money into real estate assets, assets in Costa Rica. Basically, that had happened because of certain factors surrounding the country. And I might say also historical factors. Uh, for example, we are very well known in the world because of our uh, stability, mm -hmm. our uh, democracy, and our safety. And I think those three factors 
encompasses a lot of what investor, investors are looking for when deciding to uh, where to put their money. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, uh, I was reading, and this is totally this information totally public. Uh, I was uh, reading in, uh, on the internet that on the stability uh, ranking, Costa Rica is ranked second in Latin America, just mm -hmm. behind uh, Uruguay. Also, the Democracy Index, Costa Rica is uh, ranked second as well. And on safety, Rica, actually San Jose, which is uh, the capital, is ranked second uh, behind uh, Santiago de Chile. Mm -hmm. And as I said, investors uh, really prioritize this kind of information while uh, well in their decision-making process. And that's what I will say, Costa Rica. Also, before I forget, um, and this is especially for big companies, as the ones I mentioned before, um, we have a great, uh, it's a great, we have a lot of incentives actually for companies uh, to bring operations into yep. Costa Rica. Uh, we have incentives within the, uh, within the free, free trade zone uh, spaces. We have a lot of offer available for uh, companies to come up and bring their business to us. And uh, I think that's a good sign for investors to consider Costa Rica as a real uh, and safe and stable place to, to put their money into. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for, for all the insights. Um, how can people contact you if they're interested to, to reach out to you? Sure. Well, uh, they can go into halocasa.com and they can check out my profile, my personal email, my phone numbers are listed. Also, they can look me up on LinkedIn by my personal name, Daniel Celedon. And well, I'll be happy to talk to you and to um, provide any kind of uh, support or guidance. It's in my, in my will to do it. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'll put um, the links into the description. And Daniel, I wish you um, all the best. Let's hope that, uh, you know, this is uh, the, the start for the, hopefully for the reopening and that the vaccination is coming soon and that we're going to be uh, safe and, um, yeah, that we're going to have a reboost uh, and a reboot of the, of the economy. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for all the insights you gave us about about uh, commercial real estate um, and especially like industrial, um, the office space and the retail. Um, thank you so much for giving us an overview of how has everything evolved within the last 10 months. Thank you so much, uh, Daniel. Um, I wish you a very nice afternoon. And uh, yeah, we talk soon. Thank you for the invitation. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.